Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, financial educator, budgeting expert, and the founder of Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? Stop by at bossofmymoney.com slash freebies. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 27. So today's episode is part three of our inflation series and today I'll be deep diving into inflation and savings. Um, We're going to look at interest rates and pension and also property. So Like I mentioned um, in part one and part two, it's really important for us to understand what inflation is because it does impact us and our personal finance. I know sometimes when when we listen to the news, you know, and they talk about inflation, we hear it from the point of view to do with the like wider economy, um, to do with politics, but it actually is deeper than that. You know, inflation does impact you and your household. It impacts your savings, interest rates, and also your pension. So it's important to have some sort of a basic understanding about how it works. So because the topic of inflation is very broad, there's so much that I could talk about, but I really just wanted to give you guys just like a basic overview of what inflation is to get started And I may go deeper in, so I may cover more than the basics in future podcast episode. But just to take you back, in case you haven't yet listened to um, part one and part two. So in part one, I explained what inflation is and why understanding inflation matters to you. In part two, I covered how inflation is measured. So for us to understand what inflation is and the impact, it's also good to understand how it's measured. Um, And so in today's episode, I will be talking about inflation, 
savings, interest rates, pension and property. So I'm going to get straight into it. So number one, inflation and savings. So the higher the inflation, the more you need to save to keep the value of your savings high. There is a correlation between house prices going up and households savings. Um, This is because when house prices go up, then we tend to save less. Our household savings tend to reduce. It's interesting you know, how we change our money behavior based on how the economy is doing. So when the value of, you know, homes go up, people save less. When the value of house prices go down, people save more. This is why understanding personal finance can sometimes be complicated because there's so many different factors that cause a particular change to happen. Number two is inflation and property. This is another way that the government uses to measure inflation. So in part two, we looked at um, how house price index, HPI, is used as a way of measuring inflation rates. So when it comes to inflation and buying or renting, higher inflation benefits homeowners, right? So having a high inflation, when it comes to our savings, it's not that great. But actually, if you're looking at it from a... property perspective, then high inflation is good for homeowners. So generally, buying a home and paying a mortgage will save you more money. And it makes more sense than renting when you look at the overall spending between 25 to 30 years. So you have to look at it long term. This is because the value of a home has an upward trend and it generally beats inflation rates. So even in instances where the property market has declined, the rate of inflation is likely to outdo property value, right? It's unlikely, sorry, to outdo property value. So saying that, buying has to make short-term financial sense, right? Because although buying has long-term financial sense, sometimes it doesn't make short-term financial sense, right? Um, I know people who are on the property ladder, but they've gone through various schemes like the help to buy, where they've taken out additional loan to make up for, you know, the, the deposit that they didn't have to buy the house. And when you take out a help to buy loan, you're given five years to pay back a significant amount of debt, right? Close to sometimes 50000 Um, And if you don't pay back that amount within the five-year period, then it means that interest will be added on to that. So you have to have a plan if you're going to use schemes like the help to buy shared ownership. You need to have a short-term plan into how you're going to pay your mortgage, you know, save to pay back that 50K or however much they've given you in the loan, as well as save for other goals and to also save for your retirement. So I want you to kind of take this with caution. Yes, being a homeowner does have long-term benefits when it comes to beating inflation, but you have to make sure that it also makes short-term benefits. So make sure that you have a plan towards it. And if you do decide to take on any of these government schemes, 
you really want to be aggressive into paying back that money so that you don't have to pay additional interest on top. So number three is inflation and interest rates. So when inflation goes up, people want to save more, right? To ensure that their spending power of their savings does not go down. Because if you know, you're just saving and just leaving money in your account and you're not looking to get more interest on it and inflation's going up, then the value of your savings can almost be worth nothing, right? So if you're being paid 3% interest on your savings, a 1% inflation rate or 4% inflation rate, it will make or break your savings, whether it goes up by 1%, goes down by 1%, goes up by 4%, or goes down by 4%, it's going to make or break your savings. So you always want to earn more interest on your savings than the given inflation rate. This is why it's good to shop around. It's also good not to have all of your savings in one place, right? It's good to kind of spread your savings across so that when inflation rates go up and down or interest rates go up and down, you move your money around to benefit from that. This is also why um, investing is important and investing in inflation-proof saving products that guarantee you a certain amount of interest over inflation. And I will definitely do a podcast in the future about this. There are government um, inflation-proof savings that guarantee you a certain amount of interest um, that will be inflation. So obviously, because of the way the economy is, they're not doing so good. But generally, in a you know healthy economy, then these tend to be go-for products that you should definitely have in your investing portfolio. So where you save is also important. If you lock your savings in a higher interest fixed rate account, it can protect you against inflation if inflation goes up, right? However, if inflation goes down and interest rates go up, on your savings then and your money is fixed and locked into a particular savings account and you're not going to be able to move it right so the only way that you benefit from interest rates going up when inflation goes down is by saving new stash of money so you literally have to find new money in order to save in a new account to benefit from that And finally, number four, inflation and pension. So the rise in inflation will reduce the buying power of your money. This is why you need to invest and invest over a long period of time so that you're allowing your money enough time to compound and beat the average inflation rate. It's better to estimate a higher rate of inflation when you're planning for your retirement than to estimate a low amount. Because you may end up with less money in the future than what you actually need. And you always want to have more than what you need, right? So things like investing in your workplace pension, because basically your employer is chipping in, right? You contribute and they also chip in, you know, and it's what we call free money. Who's walking around like dishing out free money? Nobody. So you want to first utilize um, your workplace pension scheme. Um, If you're not sure if they have one, then contact your HR and find out more about this. 
You also want to look at investing in a lifetime ISA. Again, the lifetime ISA, you know, you get a 25% bonus at the moment. You know, it's been like that for a number of years. We don't know if that will change in the future. But for now, whatever amount you put into your lifetime ISA, the government is going to give you 25% bonus. Um, You can also utilize, you know, stocks and shares ISA or even open a SIP account. Um, So when it comes to pension planning, too many people wait too long to start planning for their retirement. And the thing is that if you're planning for your retirement in your 40s and 50s, it's not that it's impossible, but it will mean that you will have to invest aggressively. So the earlier you start, the less aggressive your investment needs to be. So that is the end of part three. So I hope that you have got a better understanding of, you know, inflation as it relates to your savings, interest rates, pension and property. So in part four, which will be um, out next week, and we're going to look at how you should look after your money. So now that you know how inflation works, how do you need to look after your money? And I'm going to be giving some tips around that. So I know that, you know, this series on inflation is quite heavy. So I would recommend that you go back and listen to, you know, part one all the way through to part four and, you know, write some notes for yourself, list out some actions that you can take on, you know, developing your financial literacy on inflation, but also having a plan, right? Having a plan on how you can beat inflation. Um, We're not going to be able to beat it all the time, but there are ways that you can sort of look at your savings, where your savings and, you know, your investment portfolio, ensuring that it's diversified and looking at, you know, buying a house and how you can do this in a way that it doesn't put too much stress on your overall finances you know, but in a way that you can get on the property ladder as soon as possible. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. Um, Do send me your questions and I'll be looking forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you would like me to answer any of your questions, You can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast on Apple. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how to get started on your financial journey and start mastering your budget. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time 
to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.